Hello Rejects! Yes, today is Batman Day. So we have a little special thing going on, a little project we've been working on. Um, based on, you've seen the Marvel show called What If, right? Well, me and Tony Kid are going to do our very own What If thing. Based on, uh, I will be talking about Tim Burton movies. Like, what if Tim Burton continued on to do more Batman movies from after part two, after returns. Like, let's say he did to have done the third one which he was planning to do and uh so forth and tony the kid is going to tackle the christopher nolan movies like after part three where would he have gone with that one so that's where we're at right now and uh let's get started so as you already know that uh the third movie was going to be featuring robin williams as the riddler and it was going to have Billy D. Williams reprise his role as Harvey Dent, a.k.a. the Two-Face. So, also, it was going to introduce us to Marlon Wayans, which was actually going to be uh, the new Robin. And actually, he was going to be a brand new character, so it wasn't going to be Dick Grayson. It was going to be like a brand new Robin into the series. So, I was, you know, I would have loved to have seen that, and that would have been the third film. So uh, afterwards, we would have gone to a fourth now. Now for the fourth film, uh, I believe that Tim Burton would have, you know, instead of gone with Mr. Freeze, which I believe a lot of people would have wanted, in my mind, I think the fourth should have been the Scarecrow. And the reason why is because I would have loved to see Tim Burton tackle the Scarecrow. I think he would have been a phenomenal uh, villain in the Burtonverse. Um, now for Scarecrow, I was thinking about who I would cast and remember uh, Freddy Krueger, Robert England uh, portrayed him in the Nightmare on Elm Street, all the Nightmare on Elm Street films except for like the current reboot. Um, I thought he would be a great selection for, uh, for Scarecrow. And who would he team up with? I believe this would have to be a team up villain in role. So I'm thinking the next person I could think of would have been Poison Ivy. And at that time, I think Catherine Zeta-Jones was at a good age for her to be Poison Ivy, and she's really beautiful, so she would have known how to portray that. And last but not least, in this fourth film, I think Man-Bat would have had to do something with this film. I think Man-Bat could have been like an hallucination for Bruce, and that would have been something interesting, probably like at some point he hallucinates that he's fighting Man-Bat, and uh, you could bring in any actor to play man bad. It could be even an unknown or probably just a, you know, if it's a hallucination, unknown actor would have been okay. But if you were to create like the scientist who becomes man bad, I think uh, Jeff Goldblum would be perfect for that role. He played a pretty cool fly in the movie The Fly. So for part five, um, part five, I think now it's time to tone it down from all the scary stuff again, uh, give you more of a, I think dramatic type of movie. So I think part five, I would bring in Victor Freeze. Uh, and in that storyline, of course, if you know Victor Freeze, he, uh, he's trying to do whatever he can to save his wife, Nora Freeze. And uh, I believe this would be an emotional movie for a lot of people to watch. Um, a good actor for this role, I think, is Mark Strong. I know Mark Strong has done a few DC movies before, but this is, like, in the future. So we're looking back into the past. You know, Tim Burton did these movies, so let's delete all the ones that he did recently and do the Tim Burton one out. So Mark Strong as Mr. Freeze would be cool. And for Nora Freeze, I believe that a good choice for Nora Freeze would be Winona Ryder. Um, I saw her in Edward Scissorhands and she's amazing in that film. Of course she was in Beetlejuice. So she has, uh, you know, a good knowledge of Tim Burton movies. 
and uh, I believe that you know if you put her in this film and do like short clips of how like their wedding was with Mr. Freeze and how like different times together and stuff like that, this could really bring out a pretty good emotional sense into uh, the Batman lore. Uh, but I think that the villain shouldn't be Mr. Freeze. I believe that there should be like some rich tycoon who probably messes Mr. Freeze up. That should be the villain in my mind. And I think anyone could be that villain. Like probably John Goodman could play that role. Uh, just think of anyone like really rich who messes things up and, you know, he's the main bad guy. All right, so for my sixth film, uh, this is number six, everybody. Uh, for six, I was thinking of bringing in the Mad Hatter. Um, Tim Burton would um, definitely be able to do like an Alice in Wonderland type of story in the, you know, like in the anime series where Mad Hatter creates the Wonderland for a girl named Alice. Uh, you could get any like young actress to play the role of Alice. This could be like a good way of opening the door for her into the cinema world. Uh, Mad Hatter, I think Martin Short would be a good uh, Mad Hatter. Uh, Martin Short is the third guy in the Three Amigos, you know, you had Chevy Chase, you had Steve Martin, Martin Short is a third one. He's also been in several comedy movies. He's uh, well known in SNL, Saturday Night Live. He's a pretty good comedian. Uh, he'd probably be a really good Mad Hatter. Now teaming up with the Mad Hatter, I think would be crazy to see Killer Croc uh, as probably like a guy who brings, uh, he goes out there and kidnaps all these like teenagers that Alice was with, you know, and he probably kidnaps Alice for the Mad Hatter. Like he'd be a henchman for the Mad Hatter. And uh since this is a time where CGI wasn't that big yet, I think that uh for Tim Burton, uh pretty good color crock would have been the big show, the actor, you know, the wrestler. He's a good actor. He's done a few good shows and movies even back in the day. I mean I think he was in Waterboy early in those years. So Big Show would be amazing as Killer Croc. And then, to surprise everyone else, and to team up with Mad Hatter and Killer Croc, I would introduce everybody to Harley Quinn. Especially because, you know, you could have her as a court gesture, uh, like, change the storyline a little bit. Probably she's, probably, uh, she was a Joker's daughter. There was a, a rumor about that going around during the Burden days. So Harley Quinn being played by somebody very young would have been probably Brittany Murphy, if you guys remember her. Uh, pretty good. You know, actress in in those days. Uh, this would be now early two thousands as this movie was to come out, so she'd be probably in her twenty years or so. But she was pretty good in acting, and I think uh, Brittany Murphy would have been crazy head as as uh, Harley Quinn. Now this sets up the seventh film. Yes, I got like an eight film series here, everybody. Seventh film is gonna, of course, in the Mad Hatter, I forgot to say that Mad Hatter is gonna introduce us to Batgirl. So Batgirl should be played by the girl who plays Buffy the Vampire Slayer in the TV series. I believe she would have been good as Batgirl. So then she should be part of the seventh film. In the seventh film, I was thinking of bringing in Michelle Pfeiffer back, uh, teaming up with Catherine Zeta Jones as Poison Ivy, and teaming up with Brittany Murphy's Harley Quinn. And this would be the Gotham City Sirens doing havoc all over Gotham City. And Batman, Robin, and Batgirl have to do whatever they can to bring her, bring them down. And I think the last movie, uh, if possible, would have been, uh, finally we get to see Ross or Reich Agul, however you pronounce it. And with him, you get uh, Talia Agul. Uh, and you also get Dukart, you know, Reich Agul is like muscular, 
uh, bodyguard to get that guy. Um, for Raza Ghoul, I think Shang Tsung, the actor who plays Shang Tsung in the original Mortal Kombat movie, he would be a, like really good as Shang as uh, Raza Ghoul. And now uh, for Talia Ghoul, if I went with Shang Tsung, I would go with uh, Lucy Liu. In those years, she was a very young, very beautiful woman. Um, so I believe Batman would have been like head over, you know, he would have been crazy for her. And I think that would have been good. Ducard, you could get anybody. I mean, Vin Diesel was just starting in those years, so you could have gotten Vin Diesel to play that role, or anyone at all in particular. So those are my movies. So Tony Kid, uh, you know, you heard my, my choices. You heard the movies I did. Uh, what do you think about them? Uh, give us your feedback, you know. And also, I heard your choices for Nolan, so tell everybody what you... You know what you would do with the Nolan verse if you were to continue on the Nolan movies with Christian Bale as Batman. All right, everybody. I just want to wish everyone a happy Batman Day, which is September 18th, if you didn't know. And hope you guys have a fantastic day. See y'all later, rejects. Thank you, Director RJ. Now, my intake on it. You got good picks for sure for that. I give you that. Good choices. Um, good storylines I would like to see, at least on the movie screen. I think you could do a lot of stuff on there that will make sense. Um, I think that's the big key. Makes sense. If the storyline fits and if the storyline connects very well, it, it's all good. My always opinion. Now, for me, guys, I'm, of course, like Director RJ just stated, I'm going to give you the Christopher Nolan verse. Now, this is the series that I've watched thoroughly and I love. All three, all three movies are fantastic. Now, if I were to continue on for what he did, Especially the ending of Dark Knight Rises, which we all, you know, kind of had a little issue with at that pertaining to um, Robin coming in and being the new Batman and stuff like that. Which we all know Christopher Nolan likes to tweak things a little bit. And especially with the series, he wanted it to make more of a, a in in live action type of real life scenario, right? So in this case, I would continue on with the story. Going on to another trilogy series. I'm going to only do trilogy. not The next trilogy, basically. Okay? Not even a part one, part two thing. I would make it more of a three-set series, of course, uh, of movies. Stated. Now, for the next one, obviously, you're going to see Batman and Catwoman continue on. Have, you know, be in a relationship and stuff like that. Possibly having a family. Now, with... Um, with Gorgon, uh, if I'm not mistaken, his name, I don't know his name, but, you know, the guy that basically took place as Robin. I'm, I'm a, a name butcher, you guys already know. Um, if he were to take on the mantle, like they stated, be the new Batman, then in this case scenario, the only way his set villain would be the, the Court of Owls, you guys. Come on, the Court of freaking Owls. If Christopher Nolan were to get his hands on the Court of Owls type of story, and, and especially of a in-life scenario type of situation, live-action thing, and the way the movies were already set up, the story would be so dramatic, so intense, and so, like, nothing but freaking chaos. Nothing but chaos. So the Court of Owls just, I think, if we all know, it's always been the secret society. The secret society trying to take over... The city itself. Now, we got that with, you know, the League of Shadows, of course, with Ra's al Ghul or Ra's al Ghul. But, you know, it, it, again, it's always been the battle of taking over Gotham. So why not have the Court of Owls be involved, excuse me, guys, be involved 
in this series. And then at that, trying to take control or back control of Gotham and setting things in place. And for for new Robin to come in and have all these challenges, it would be so intense for him, we would have to see Christian Bale come back as Batman. Have to. Because regardless, we're going to want to see what his story left off. What is he doing with Catwoman? You know what I mean? And at that, this brings in the intense guy that they hire within the Court of Owls. Maybe not be the head honcho, but at least the head guy to sit there and be the muscle for them. And not be a big, you know, big brute, but big, uh, at least a big name. Now, in my mind, and in my suggestion would be to add to that, would be Daniel Craig. I know, I know, it's weird, but Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig from James Bond himself to come in and be a part of this Court of Owls and let that be the leading force to go after Robin, to figure out what's happening, and to figure out, to make the change within Gotham itself. So this is the big battle between them. And the only person that would want to come in place and say, you know, you're not doing a great job, you're, you're messing things up, now you bring back Christian Bale. You bring him back at the final scene, the final setup of the story, and then all of a sudden you have this big clash between the two, of course, and then this thus sees the shift back over to Christian Bale becoming Batman again. Catwoman realizing he can't let it go. She wants to move on. She's The reason why she's moving on, oh my gosh, she's pregnant. <gasps> oh no, she's pregnant. She's going to have Batman's child. <gasps> oh Lord, that's the twist at the end. And, you know, it goes on. It, it, like I said, it continues on for the series. So, in this case scenario, that's my first set movie. That's my part four of the Nolaverse. Part five of the Nolaverse. The next person I would think would be involved in there may not be a person who wants to take over the city itself. But in general, having a different twist, a different plot to his character. Clayface. Now, I'd stated Clayface is all in all good input that we haven't seen on screen that needs to be involved now knowing nolan i think he has a good twist to this character i think he can make this more recent more you know up to date with the way the world is now and especially with social media and all that type of stuff why not utilize this right guys so my story for this clayface character would have to be what if clayface was born with a deformity on his face, of course, that made him, you know, different, of course, like we all stated. And at that, he had this horrific experience with kids at school calling him names and everything like that. And the one name that stuck the most to his face, stuck the most to his mind, and really messed with him psychologically, if I say it correctly, is the fact that they call him Clayface. Okay? Now, thus begins the whole spiel of social media. Social media kicks in. He wants to utilize this. What is he and why is he that he decides to not show his face to the world? He becomes a musician. Becomes a musician, becomes this big key, head head guy, DJ, all over the world, showing cases, everything, a fan favorite to people and all this kind of stuff. And the one thing that he helps, that helps him the most, you guys, that really helps him the most, is I think, is the fact that what if he utilizes the 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 type of character that Marshmallow is, that Dead Mouse is, Daft Pack, Daft Punk, 
if I said it correctly. Those, you know, those big guys that are DJs that utilize all that type of musician standard with a helmet and being mystique and all that type of stuff. Why not Clayface utilize that? Why not is it that he can't utilize that that key thing and make him so famous that he's using this alter persona and making it and creating in his mind a better way? Correct? Now, we also have, he also within the industry, we all know there's always battles, there's always issues, there's always people having very bad envy and all that type of stuff, whatever, correct? So why not have someone, some way, shape, or form, decides to sit there and have a, a sabotage setup for Clayface because he saw his face as he was putting on maybe through crossing of a dressing room or whatever have you he accidentally saw that how he really looked was hideous and he didn't like what was going on with the show or the concert that may have occurred that you know they're setting up thus clayface is performing then begins this guy having this big idea of saying you know what i'm going to sabotage this concert he sabotages his concert he sets him up in, where the helmet comes off and now all of a sudden he shows his face. He shows his face. Now thus now now he's pissed off. Now social media takes pictures. Now social media shares memes. Now social media just puts his life out there on blast. And we all know when social media hits you, it hits you hard and it messes with your psyche. It messes with you personally and it messes with your life. So this begins Clayface's issue and villainous to go back at the fans, to go back at the people who really shared the most. So now we have a, we have this guy killing and all this type of stuff. He just goes buck crazy. Those goes crazy, you guys. It's similar to what maybe compared to the Joker setup of showing the evil side of the city, showing the evil side of people and all this kind of stuff. This kind of reverts back into that situation. He, if he did it with Joker, he could definitely do it with Clayface and maybe tweak things up. Maybe my story is a little long on it, but I think that would be the best. I think that would be pretty good. Now, one character or one actor that I think would actually play best for this character, for Clayface, in the future-wise, would none other than be Rami Malik. Rami Malik, you guys. Imagine his type of acting standards and him being a Christopher Nolan type of movie like this, I think he would be awesome. I think the voice would go well. I think his acting would be on point, And I think him his connection with Nolan would be even better. And at that, going against Christian Bale. And, you know, Robin, of course, and having a setup there. This would be awesome. Now, we all know we haven't had Batgirl on this. This could bring in Batgirl. Her being young, her being involved more with social media, her being, you know, wanting to help out with the city and adding that third piece to the team of Batman. We can possibly have that. Actress-wise, you know, depending on actress, I don't mind where they would want to go. Would they want to go a black actress? Would they want to go with the um, uh, African? I'm oh, sorry, like I said already. Maybe she want to go Hispanic. Maybe she wants to go, you know, Caucasian again. Maybe they would want to go somewhere you know, Arabic, I don't know. It all depends. I think really, to be honest, you guys, with, with these type of actors, I don't, I'm never a judge of character and I'm never a judge of if they change the, 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 um, the race at all whatsoever. I've never been 
an issue with that. I love the fact that if they can change, if they can tweak that up a little bit, make it fit, it's awesome. It gives other races, I would have to say, a better, you know, a hope or or at least something to cheer about. That so, I mean, at least that way it gets a good um, a good connection to the fans. You know what I mean, guys? So now thus begins into the big battle between them guys and whatnot. You know, Becker comes in the picture, puts her stamp on everything, you know, saves the day to help out Batman and, you know, against Clayface. Fantastic. Now, I would definitely would want to put in the Riddler in the third and final trilogy film. Yes, I would. Now, why I would do that is because I think Nolan to tap into Riddler and really use utilize the actual riddles in this type of scenario and scene would be even better because it, it gives us volume. It gives us a big idea to what the story is going to be about. It opens up that dialogue for a lot of people and that that makes it even more intense when we're watching the film, especially coming from a Nolan film. Now, my main actor that I would dub as the Riddler, you guys, and I think you guys may agree on me on this one, or at least I hope you will, or look into, is that I would definitely like to see Michael Sheen, you guys. Michael Sheen. If you guys don't know who Michael Sheen is, Michael Sheen is the guy from um, Twilight, of course. He was the evil head vampire in that one. Towards the end, wants to, you know, take everybody upon his, you know, cult, basically, you would say. But even at that, you guys, I've seen him in this movie in Unthinkable. If you guys ever watched that with Samuel Jackson, that's a good film. Or even Dilla uh, when he came out in that. Really, when I saw this, I really dubbed That's the Riddler is Tron, New Legacy. When that movie new came out from Disney and they used utilized him as like this, um, you know, not in the verse uh, club owner type of guy and being that part of that type of uh, mob. You would say uh, it, it kind of it brought it out. I think if you guys watch that, that's my idea, my adjust of where I would get this character. Now a little less quirky, I think he did in that film, but more mind, more mind setup, right? More of the psych game, and I think that's perfect between a Nolan and a Riddler, paired up really well. Now when Michael Sheen dubbed at this, you're just gonna get nothing but intense, uh, like intense plot twists, intense uh, murder scenes. Even at that, what if they utilize this type of scenario what they did with Saw, the story, the connection, the the trap, the, the the distance, the the type of uh, story that it gives you when it comes to in-depth, like questioning. That's the big key. That's the awesome thing to do, and I think that'll set it up. We're gonna get. And what I think they should bring back from the first film back all the way when we had uh, the Court of Owls is Catwoman returning back with the, their child with Batman. Now, what what that means is we're going to see who is the child's name, what's it been like growing up the last couple of years, how old could be the child, you guys? Could it be 10 years old, 12 years old? We don't know. Could it be something in that teenage character where it's been 15 years from the first trilogy setup movie and this is where it comes into play we don't know it possibly can but in all in all with the riddler it has to involve batman bringing the child back into picture so that that's a big thing now also i would have to say it gives that in-depth thing you guys so those are my set series 
Uh, I just want to let you guys know the story can be open to anything, uh, all in all. But like you, like Director Arger say, share with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram especially. Let us know what you guys think. It's Batman Day, you guys. You guys enjoy yourself. Have a bat-tastic day, and uh, hope you guys enjoy yourselves. You guys take it easy. It's me, Tony Kia, signing off, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Love y'all. Peace. <laughs>